chapter nineteen of recollections and letters of general robert e lee by robert e lee jr this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter nineteen lee's letters to his sons the building of robert's house the general as a railroad delegate lionized in baltimore calls on president grant visits alexandria declines to be interviewed interested in his grandson the washington portraits my father being very anxious that i should build a good house on my farm had agreed to supply the necessary means and was interested in my plans and estimates in a letter of february eighteenth after a long and full explanation of the arrangements for the purchase of smith's island by fitzhugh and myself he writes i am glad that you are considering the construction of your house and taking steps in the matter let me know how you advance the amount of its cost etc and when i can help you the fine weather we have had this winter must have enabled you to advance in your farm work and put you ahead in that so that you will come out square i hope we are as usual your poor mother about the same the girls well and i tolerable all unite in much love truly and affectionately r e lee a week later he writes to me on the same subject lexington virginia february twenty seventh eighteen sixty nine my dear son i am glad you have obtained a good pair of oxen try to get another pair to work with them i will make good the deficit in my contribution your fences will be a great advantage to you and i am delighted at the good appearance of your wheat i hope it will continue to maturity it is very probable as you say however that it may fail in the grain should you find it so would it not be well next year to experiment with phosphates that must be the quality the land lacks have you yet heard from mr west about your house what are the estimates let me know the difficulty i fear now will be that the burning of the bricks may draw you away from your crops you must try not to neglect them what would the bricks cost if purchased ask f to cut the lumber for you i will furnish the funds to pay for it i hope the break in the mill may not prove serious and that you may be able to make up your delay in ploughing occasioned by the necessary hauling i am very glad to hear that you and f can visit each other so easily it will be advantageous to communicate with each other as well as a pleasure i suppose tab has not returned to the white house yet i am delighted to hear that she and her boy are so well they will make everything on the pamunkey shine we are all as usual general breckinridge footnote general john c breckinridge of kentucky ex-secretary of war of the confederate states had two sons at washington college at this time one of them was since united states minister at the court of st petersburg End note is on a visit to his sons and has been with us to-day he will return to baltimore monday he looks well seems cheerful and talks hopefully all unite in love to you and your acquaintances inquire regularly after you i think of you very often and wish i were nearer and could assist you custis is in better health this winter than he has been and seems content though his sisters look after him very closely i have no news and never have general b saw fitzhugh lee in alexandria he told him he was a great farmer now and when he was away his father who had now taken to the land showed uncommon signs of management good-bye my dear son may you enjoy every happiness praise your affectionate father r e lee robert e lee jr 
the completion of the railroad from the white house to west point made communication between fitzhugh and myself very easy on february eleventh my father had become the proud and happy possessor of a grandson which event gave him great joy mr west an architect of richmond had drawn me up plans and estimates for a house my father had also sent me a plan drawn by himself these plans i had submitted to several builders and sent their bids to him to examine and consider in the following letter he gives me his opinion lexington virginia march twenty one eighteen sixty nine my dear rob i have received your two letters of the third and ninth instance and would have answered the former before but had written a few days before its date and as our letters had been crossing each other i determined to let them get right first as to smith's island i merely want to fulfil the conditions of the sale as prescribed in the published notice i should have required them of any other purchasers and must require them of you now as for the house the estimates of your bidders are higher than i anticipated and i think too high by at least a thousand dollars you see there is about a thousand dollars difference between the highest and lowest of their offers you sent me what does f say about it i am confident that i could build that house here for but little over two thousand dollars including materials and i could do it there if i could get two good workmen but you are unaccustomed to building and i would not advise you to undertake it unless you could engage a proper foreman if therefore i were in your place i should reject all the offers unless the one you had not received when you wrote suited better i would not however give up my house but procure the bricks either by purchase or by making them on the ground as was most advantageous and the shingles in the same way and get all the lumber and flooring prepared while preparing the necessary materials i would see the builder that made the lowest offer or any other that i preferred and get him to revise his estimate and cut it down leaving him a margin for profit and when satisfied with his offer accept it and set him to work now as for the means i understand when you were here that you could manage the materials that is make arrangements for procuring the bricks lumber shingles and flooring indeed you might also get the lime and sand cheaper perhaps than the builder and make a deduction on his bill i can let you have funds to pay your contractor if i did not understand you rightly that is if you cannot procure the materials i can help you in them too in fact if you desire so much i can let you have the whole amount three thousand five hundred dollars you can have the use of it without interest and return it to me when i require it or sooner if you are able as i take it from the fund i was saving for a homestead for your mother at present i cannot use it and it is of no advantage to me except its possession will that suit you if it does not let me know what will and you shall have that too you must feel that it gives me pleasure to do anything i can for you and if i had only myself to consider you should have it unconditionally but i must consider one person above all i want you to do therefore just as you prefer i want you to have the comfort of a house but i do not wish to force upon you against your will or against your judgment i merely wish you to feel that you can procure one without inconveniencing me the only hesitation i have on the subject is that i think you ought to get a better house for three thousand five hundred dollars than i fear you will get the house according to the first plan in my opinion ought not to cost more than that sum 
but if you think the estimate is a fair one and are satisfied accept it and set to work but consult fitzhugh and let me know when you want the money and in what sums now that is plain i hope so keep this letter for reference as i have not time to take a copy we are all pretty well your mother has been troubled by a cold but is over it i hope the girls are well and have as many opinions about as few facts as ever and custis so-so we have had accounts of lawrence butler's wedding and all were as gay as a flock of snowbirds they regretted your absence i will ask your mother to send you reports i am tolerable and wish i could get down to see you i had hoped to go down this spring but i fear that the dilatoriness of the workmen in finishing the house and the necessity of my attending to it getting the grounds enclosed and preparing the garden will prevent me i shall also have to superintend the moving in fact it never seems convenient for me to go away give much love to f my daughter tab and grandson i wonder what he will think of his grandpa all unite in love and i am as always your affectionate father r e lee robert e lee jr in april there are two letters written on the same day to each of his sons fitzhugh and myself i had determined for many reasons to postpone building my house for the present which decision my father regrets in the matter of smith's island the arrangement proposed by my brother and myself for its purchase was agreed to by him lexington virginia april seventeenth eighteen sixty nine my dear rob i have written to fitzhugh informing him of my agreement to all the propositions in your joint letter which i hope will be satisfactory to you you can read my letter to him so i will not repeat i am sorry that you have concluded not to build but if in your judgment that is the best course i must be content i do not wish you to hamper yourself with obligations but in my mind building in the way proposed would not be onerous to you and would have given you the use of a house some years prior to the time that you may be able to erect one and thus have added to your comfort health and probable ability to increase your resources from your farm but i hope you have decided wisely and should circumstances occur to cause you to change your views you must not fail to let me know for i shall at all times stand ready to help you to the extent of my ability which i am now obliged to husband lest i may become a burden to others i am very glad to learn that your farm is promising better in the second cultivation of the fields and feel assured that if treated judiciously it will recover its fertility and be remunerative if you can perceive that you are progressing though with a slow and regular step you have cause for congratulations and encouragement for there are many i am sorry to say that are worse off now than when they commenced at the end of the war and have to begin again industry with economy must prevail in the end there seems to be a necessity for my going to baltimore next tuesday but i feel so poorly now that i do not know that i shall be able if i do go it will interfere materially with my proposed visit to you and fitzhugh this spring and i fear will put an end to it i shall be obliged to spend some days in alexandria on my return and could not then delay my return here i hope to see you both some time this summer and if i cannot get to you you must come to me i have been confined to the house for more than a week with a bad cold the effects of which still cling to me and though i am better this morning i am suffering 
your mother too i am sorry to say has been suffering from the same cause and has had to resort to medicine as well as myself you know that is bad for old people agnes has not been well but mildred is herself and surrounded by her two fresh broods of kittens she would not call the king her uncle god bless you my dear son praise your affectionate father r e lee r e lee jr the letter to his son fitzhugh is mostly upon business but some of it relates to more interesting matters lexington virginia april seventeenth eighteen sixty nine my dear fitzhugh i expect to go to baltimore next tuesday if well enough the valley railroad company are very anxious for me to accompany their delegation to that city with a view of obtaining from the mayor or council a subscription for their road and though i believe i can be of no service to them they have made such a point of it that it would look ill-mannered and unkind to refuse i wish i could promise myself the pleasure of returning by the white house but i cannot if i go to baltimore i must take time to pay certain visits and must stop a while in alexandria i shall therefore from there be obliged to return here if i could stop there on my way to baltimore which i cannot for want of time i would then return by the white house i shall hope however to see you and rob during the summer if i have to go down immediately after commencement but it is so inconvenient for me to leave home now that i cannot say poor little agnes also has been visited by dr barton of late but she is on the mend life holds her own both of her cats have fresh broods of kittens and the world wags cheerily with her custis is well and mary is still in new york and all unite with me in much love to you and my daughter tab and my grandson i hope the latter has not formed the acquaintance of his father in the same manner as warrington carter's child your affectionate father r e lee general william h fitzhugh lee in order to induce the city of baltimore to aid them in building their railroad from staunton to salem the valley railroad company got together a large delegation from the counties through which it was proposed the line should pass and sent it to that city to lay the plans before the mayor and council and request assistance among those selected from rockbridge county was general lee lexington at this time was one of the most inaccessible points in virginia fifty miles of canal or twenty-three of staging over a rough mountain road were the only routes in existence the one from lynchburg consumed twelve hours the other from goshen a station on the chesapeake and ohio railroad from seven to eleven on one occasion a gentleman during his first visit to lexington called on general lee and on bidding him good-bye asked him the best way to get back to washington it makes but little difference replied the general for whichever route you select you will wish you had taken the other it was therefore the desire of all interested in the welfare of the two institutions of learning located in lexington that this road should be built my father's previous habits of life his nature and his taste made him averse to engaging in affairs of this character but because of the great advantage to the college should it be carried through and at the earnest request of many friends of his and of the road he consented to act general john eccles from staunton colonel pendleton from buchanan judge mclaughlin from lexington were amongst those who went with him while in baltimore he stayed at the house of mr and mrs samuel taggart whom he had met several summers at the white sulphur springs 
the delegation was invited to the floor of the corn and flour exchange to meet the businessmen of the city my father for the same reasons given above earnestly desired to be excused from this part of the programme and asked some of his friends to see mr john w garrett the president of the baltimore and ohio railroad who had the delegation in charge and try to have it so arranged mr garrett however was very positive general lee is a most interesting man i think he had better come was the message brought back to him as he appeared on the floor which was filled with a great crowd he was greeted with deafening cheers and was soon surrounded by the thousands who had assembled there to see him everywhere that he appeared in the city he received an ovation sunday intervening he attended service in the morning at st paul's church on charles street when it became known that general lee was there large numbers collected to see him come out waiting patiently and quietly until the congregation was dismissed as he appeared at the door all heads were uncovered and kept so until he had passed through the long lines extending down the street a reception was given by mr taggart in his honour there his friends crowded to see him and the greatest affection and deference were shown him he had lived in baltimore about twenty years before this time and many of his old friends were still there besides baltimore had sent to the army of northern virginia a large body of her noble sons who were only too glad to greet once more their former commander that he was still a prisoner on parole disenfranchised from all civil rights made their love for him stronger and their welcome the more hearty on his return to lexington he was asked how he enjoyed his visit with a sad smile he said very much but they would make too much fuss over the old rebel a few days after he came home when one of his daughters remonstrated with him about the hat he was wearing he replied you don't like this hat why i have seen a whole cityful come out to admire it there is only a short note to my mother that i can find written during this trip baltimore april twenty seventh eighteen sixty nine my dear mary i am still at mr taggart's but propose going to-morrow to ella's and thence to washington's which will consume wednesday and thursday if not obliged to return here which i cannot tell till this evening or to-morrow morning i will then go to washington where i shall be obliged to spend a day or two and thence to alexandria so i shall not be able to return to lexington till the last of next week what has become of little agnes i have seen many of our old friends of whom i will tell you on my return i have bought you a little carriage the best i could find which i hope will enable you to take some pleasant rides all send love give mine to mildred and custis and all friends i am just about starting to mrs baker's truly and affectionately r e lee mrs m c lee the ella mentioned was mrs sam george of baltimore who as a girl had always been a pet and favourite of my father she was a daughter of his first cousin mr charles henry carter of goodwood prince george county maryland and a schoolmate of my sister mary their country place was near ellicott city he went there to see her and from there to linwood near by the seat of washington peter my mother's first cousin and an intimate friend of us all on saturday my father accompanied by mr and mrs taggart went to washington on an early train 
they drove immediately to the executive mansion and called on the president this meeting was of no political significance whatever but simply a call of courtesy it had been intimated to general lee that it would be most agreeable to general grant to receive him mr and mrs taggart went with him and they met there mr motley the newly appointed minister to england the interview lasted about fifteen minutes and neither general lee nor the president spoke a word on political matters while in washington my father was the guest of mrs kennan of tudor place georgetown heights on sunday he dined with mrs podestad and her husband the secretary of the spanish legation who were old friends and relatives after leaving washington he stopped in alexandria for several days as the guest of mrs a m fitzhugh it was at her country place ravensworth about ten miles from town that his mother had died and there in the old ivy-covered graveyard she was buried mrs fitzhugh was the wife of my mother's uncle mr william henry fitzhugh who having no children had made my mother his heir the intimacy between arlington and ravensworth was very close since mr fitzhugh's death which occurred some thirty years prior to this time my father and mother and their children had been thrown a great deal with his widow and aunt maria as we called her became almost a member of the family she had the greatest love and admiration for robert sought his advice in the management of her estate and trusted him implicitly his brother admiral sidney smith lee came up from richland his home on the potomac near aquia creek to meet him and he found at mrs fitzhugh's aunt nanny footnote mrs s s lee end note, and her son fitz lee this was the first time they had met each other since their parting in richmond just after the war on his arrival in alexandria my father had walked up from the wharf to aunt maria's he was recognized by a number of citizens who showed him the greatest deference and respect so many of his friends called upon him at mrs fitzhugh's that it was arranged to have a reception for him at the mansion-house for three hours a constant stream of visitors poured into the parlors the reception was the greatest ovation that any individual had received from the people of alexandria since the days of washington the next day in bishop john's carriage he drove out to seminary hill to the home of mr cassius f lee his first cousin where he spent the night in the afternoon he went to see the bishop and his family general cooper and the rev dr packard the next morning with uncle smith he attended ascension day services at christ church and was afterward entertained at a dinner party given by mr john b dangerfield before he left alexandria he called on mr john janey who was president of the virginia convention in eighteen sixty one when as colonel lee he appeared before it and accepted the command of the virginia forces organized and to be organized one evening a correspondent of the new york herald paid him a visit for the purpose of securing an interview the general was courteous and polite but very firm he stood during the interview and finally dismissed the reporter saying i shall be glad to see you as a friend but request that the visit may not be made in your professional capacity the same correspondent had tried to interview him for his paper while he was in baltimore but had failed my father was much amused at an occurrence that took place during this visit late one afternoon a visitor was announced 
as the general was very tired uncle smith lee volunteered to relieve him the visitor was found to be an irishwoman very stout and unprepossessing who asked if she could see the general the admiral bowed intimating that he was the desired person when she said my boy was with you in the war honey and i must kiss you for his sake and with that she gave the admiral an embrace and a kiss mr cassius lee to whom he told this suggested that he should take general fitz lee along to put forward in such emergencies my father's first letter after his return to lexington was the following lexington virginia may eleventh eighteen sixty nine my dear fitzhugh i reached here last saturday bringing agnes and miss peyton with me from staunton found everybody well and custis better i had upon the whole a pleasant visit and was particularly glad to see again our old friends and neighbors in alexandria and vicinity though should have preferred to enjoy their company in a more quiet way your uncle smith came up to meet me and your aunt nanny and fitz were there i had not seen them since i parted from them in richmond after the war i wish i could have visited you and rob and have seen my daughter and grandson but that pleasure i trust is preserved for a future day how is the little fellow i was much relieved after parting from you to hear from the doctors that it was the best time for him to have the whooping cough in which opinion the mim concurs i hope that he is doing well bishop whittle will be here friday next and is invited to stay with us there are to be a great many preparatory religious exercises this week a great feeling of religion pervades the young in the community especially at the virginia military institute all send love your affectionate father r e lee since his establishment in lexington general lee had been a member of the vestry of grace episcopal church at the council of eighteen sixty eight which met at lynchburg he had been sent as a delegate and spent three days there this year the council was to meet in fredericksburg and he was again elected to represent his church this was a busy time with him the examinations were commencing his new home was about ready to move into and the preparations for the commencement exercises had to be made yet he accepted the trust imposed upon him by his church and took a week out of his valuable time to perform it in his next letter to his son after writing on some smith's island business he tells him of his proposed journey to fredericksburg and of his regret at not being able to visit him as he had intended lexington virginia may twenty two eighteen sixty nine my dear fitzhugh the weather here has been very hard on the cornfields and i hear of many having to be replanted the wheat so far is very promising and i am glad to hear that yours and rob's is equally so i have been elected by our little church to represent it at the coming convention and have concluded to go i shall leave for fredericksburg tuesday june first and shall endeavour while there to spend a night with your uncle smith the only visit i shall be able to make him it is very inconvenient for me to be absent at this time the examination of the senior classes is in progress and i must hasten back to attend as many as i can the new house is about finished the contractors say they will deliver the keys on monday the thirty-first instant i will make arrangements to have it cleaned out during the week so as to be able to move in on my return the commencement a busy time with me is approaching and we must try to be prepared i shall not therefore be able to pay you a visit at this time but hope custis and i will be able to do so after the close of the session 
i met bishop whittle at lynchburg last convention and was much pleased with him my favourable impressions were much strengthened and increased by this visit here i am so glad to learn that my little grandson is getting on so well with his whooping cough you must kiss him and his mother for me we are all about the same your mother is becoming interested in her painting again and is employing her brush for the benefit of our little church which is very poor she yet a while confines herself to colouring photographs and principally to those of general and mrs washington which are sold very readily the girls are well and have miss peyton with them still custis i hope is better he is getting over some of his confinement with his classes now which i hope will be of benefit to him give my love to robert and tell my daughter tab i long to see her all unite with me in affectionate love i am truly your father r e lee these photographs that were being coloured by my mother were from the original portraits of general washington by peel and of mrs washington by w these paintings hung at mount vernon until the death of mrs washington and were then inherited by my grandfather mr custis they were at arlington till sixty one when they were removed to ravensworth where they remained until the end of the war when they were being sent to lexington the boat carrying them on the canal between lynchburg and lexington sank these pictures with many others belonging to my mother were very much injured and had to be sent to a restorer in baltimore who made them as good as ever and they were finally safely hung in the president's house in lexington and are now in the library of the university my mother coloured the photographs like these originals and sold a great many on account of their association rather than their merit there must have been some change of date in my father's plans for though he said he would start on june first for fredericksburg his first and only letter from there was written on may twenty eighth fredericksburg may twenty eighth eighteen sixty nine my dear mary i reached here tuesday night the night after the morning i left you about twelve o'clock and found major barton at the depot who conducted me to his house the town seems very full of strangers and i have met many acquaintances i have seen no one yet from cedar grove and cannot learn whether any of them are coming they are no doubt in distress there for you may have heard of the death of charles stuart on his way from arkansas he died at lynchburg of congestive chills harriet kazanov his sister went on to see him but he died before her arrival rosalie i heard was at cedar grove turbeville in essex i have delivered all your packages but margaret's cassius lee and all from the seminary are here sally came up from gloucester and also mrs tolliver but i must tell you of all occurrences upon my return and of all whom i have met all friends inquire very particularly and affectionately after you particularly your cousin mrs who turns up every day at all assemblies corners and places with some anxious question on her mind upon which some mighty though to me hidden importance depends fitzley arrived to-day though i have not seen him yet if i can accomplish it i will go to richland to-morrow saturday and spend sunday and take up my line of march monday in which event i hope to reach lexington wednesday morning or rather tuesday night in the stage from goshen i may not be able to get away from the council before monday in that case i shall not arrive before wednesday night 
tell the girls there are quantities of young girls here and people of all kinds i hope that you are well and that everything will be ready to move into our new house upon my arrival i am obliged to stop i am so much interrupted and occupied that though i have tried to write ever since my arrival i have been unable love to all very affectionately r e lee mrs r e lee cedar grove was the plantation of dr richard stewart in king george county some fifty miles from fredericksburg his wife a miss calvert of riversdale maryland was a dear cousin of my mother and had been her bridesmaid and the two families had been intimate all their lives all the persons mentioned by my father were cousins and friends several of them old neighbors from alexandria and the theological seminary near by from fredericksburg after the completion of his duties at the council he went to richland on the potomac near aquia creek where his brother smith was then living this meeting was a great pleasure to them both for two brothers were never more devoted this was the last time they saw one another alive as smith died two months afterwards End of chapter nineteen